Hello, everyone. Welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number two of this new platform that I'm we're on. And today on the podcast, we're going to um, study and learn about pressing on out of our book that I've been studying for the last few weeks. 90 Days Faith and Hope and Courage in a Changing Time. We're going to learn how we need to press on from the Bible during these times that we're in. Then, we're going to share God Teaches Us in a Different Way a story from a Sunday School Weekly Journal Practical Christian Living Brochure story about volunteered blessings and then of course we're going to do prayer requests and stuff like that we'll be right back after these messages hello everyone welcome back to god's internet church podcast episode number two i am your host pastor ron weaver and we are going to get started now into our bible study and we're going to learn today on the subject of pressing on. So I want you to open your Bibles up to the book of Philippians, chapter number 3. And we're going to look at verse 13 and 14. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So we're going to talk about two things, three things here today. And the first thing is this verse part says, Brethren, 13 says, Brethren, I count not myself to be apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Okay, so what's God trying to tell us here this morning? I believe what he's trying to tell us here is we got to stop looking back at our lives. Okay, and the reason I say that because it's confirmed by in the book of Genesis when Lot's wife and they were all told not to look back. Or they would be turned into a pillar of thought. Well, Lot's wife decided to look back. And she became a pillar of thought. Now, am I saying that when we look back at what we're looking at, and we're going to become a pillar of thought? No, that ain't what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, looking back can cause things to be a problem. Now, there is things that God encourages us to look back on in our lives. And it's usually the victories that we have. Because how God brought you through storms of your life or, or trials or situations. And how you've seen God bring you through. And that's meant to encourage you. But the devil is out there to try to bring back the things to the mind that you were defeated in. Like sins. That you've been defeated in. Like Drinking again, doing drugs, having premarital sex, making you look back at the life that you did, the decisions you made, and you ask God to forgive you for. 
But we have a habit of letting the devil bring them back to mind. But God tells us in the Bible that he throws those sins or those things that you ask for forgiveness for. It's no longer remembered by him. Throwing fire is the east from the rest. So if you bring it back up, it's not God bringing it up to you. If you ask God to forgive you, it's the devil because he's trying to bring you down and destroy you. So God is trying to warn us here, just like he was trying to warn Lot and them. If they look back on this evil nation, that they would be turned into a pillar of salt. Well, as humans, what do we do? We see the sign says, don't touch wet paint. We got to see if it's wet paint. Don't go fishing. We got to see why we can't go fishing. If it tell whether we want to, our spirit wants to do the opposite because we have a rebellious spirit. All right. So what do we need to do? We need to second guess our decisions that our body is telling and our mind is telling us to do. We got to keep in mind that when God tells us or anything tells us not to do something, we shouldn't do it and we should keep this verse and what happened to Lot's wife in mind and not look back because looking back letting the devil let you look back on your past failures or your past problems in your life you're going to find out that you're going to get depressed you're going to get discouraged and some people even lose their salvation and go into hiding let me tell you something saints you can't do that. Alright? We gotta stop looking back. Okay? And do what the next part of the verse says. Okay? And reaching forth unto those things which are before. So in other words, we gotta reach for the future. We gotta reach for what God's calling us to do. We got to reach for the answers and prayers that God put in our life, answers, and do them. We got to reach for His hand when we go through the storms of life. And we got to reach for the forgiveness of looking at the past. All right? That's what God is trying to teach us here. And that's the only way we're going to get verse 14. We got to press towards the mark of the prize of the highest calling for God in Christ Jesus. In other words, you got to keep running the race. You got to keep going forward to get to heaven. Now, you, you, you might say, well, Pastor Ron, no matter if I run or not, I'm going to get to heaven either when I die or when... So when God takes us home, when he calls us to the rapture, that is a true statement. But God's also called us to do work for him. And he has a mission. He has short-term missions for you and long-term missions for you. And them are the things you got to press for through the prize. To get to the prize of getting to heaven. Now, am I saying you don't complete these journeys that you won't make it to heaven? No. No. What I'm saying here, we need to focus on the future and doing God's work until he calls us home. 
to be with him. All right? Hallelujah. God is good, and he's good all the time. Father, we just ask you to be with us and let people let us share this 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 Bible teaching that I just shared and let us take it and use it for your glory today. We ask you in Jesus name. Amen. Well, we came to the end of the Bible study segment and sometimes God gives us a lot of information and sometimes God wants us to get to he wants to get to the point you know to get us our attention and that's one of these segments today it's a short segment but there's a reason why God wanted the short today and who knows but God's word went out and it was taught and that's all it's important See, a lot of people worry that a, teach, a minister don't teach 30, 40 minutes or an hour, 60 minutes every time. You know, it's not, it's what God wants to teach. Sometimes God's lesson is done quickly and sometimes he preaches for two hours. I have someone preach for two hours, you know, but this is one of those times when the anointing lifts, I stopped and that's what happened. This is so you know. All right, we'll be right back after these messages for our next segment, for our God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. We'll be right back after these messages. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church, Episode 2. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I know when I said that after the last segment, we were going to go to our God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. I changed my mind. We're going to go ahead and do the prayer request segment. And basically, I only got one thing in there. But if there is people out there that want to add prayer requests, you can go to Facebook. Go to God's Internet Church. Um, and leave a message or, you know, write a little post. And asked to join there because you know we are also an online church and we'll be able to pray for you there too so if you do got prayer requests go into Facebook type in God's Internet Church Groups which is our online church page which where you see us stream live um, and then hit join and then when I see it I will you know mark you as joined and then you can leave prayer requests and stuff as a post or you can post things online there too I am open to that unless I decide it's something that's going to hurt God or the ministry itself and I'm not sure if you can do messages on this new platform yet or not. That's why I'm suggesting it that way. Also, you can look up Ronald Weaver on on, on Facebook and and get my messenger and message me the uh, the 
prayer request there too. And I'll try to do it. Now, I will do it, not try. So we're going to pray right now. And right now, it's just for my dad. Um, Pastor Levi's cat, I just seen him yesterday back to church preaching. His wife is back doing stuff and she used to do. So I thank God for that. And actually, I'm going to add to this prayer request my friend Dan and God said that he's going to heal him. He's been par paralyzed for a while now, years, but God still said he's going to heal him. And so I'm going to put that prayer back on the table too for that and then my dad. So let's start with him. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up my friend to you in the name of Jesus and his name is Daniel. And Lord, I just ask you to reach down from heaven and go into that back of his, Lord. And whatever needs to be repaired, Lord, repair it, Lord, because you are the great physician. You are the great architect, Lord. You created Dan's body, Lord. We just ask you right now to go in and fix it and let him be able to walk again. We ask you this in your name, Jesus. And Lord, I lift my dad up to you, which his name is Jim. And I ask you right now in the name of Jesus to go in to his body and touch that aneurysm on his aorta right now, Lord. We just ask you to stop it from growing or let it disappear, Lord, so it won't become an issue or a problem. We just ask you, Lord, to help him with his walking that he's going to be start doing, Lord. We just ask you to help him and guide him. We ask you all this in Jesus' name. And strengthen, Lord, his aorta wall. And we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to God's Internet Church Podcast. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. And we're going to be doing God's Teachers Us in a Different Way segment. And then do our closing remarks because we're coming close to the end of the podcast. And and um, we're going to be sharing, like I said earlier, on our... our um, God Teaches Us in a Different Way segment. I read from magazines, my minister magazines, or something that God shows me to share, to read a story, and how it teaches us. In fact... On the old platform of God's Internet Church, chap I mean, episode one, the first episode one of this, and is continuing on another platform. I read about a dog teaching his master something from the Bible. And someday I'll go back to that and we'll read it again. But right now, God's got me to read from this live weekly journal of practical Christian living. And it's called Volunteers, Volunteer Blessings. Alright. And it says, When I pulled, okay, Volunteers Blessing, No Vacation, Nonfiction by Margie Cougar Gardner. Why? While I pulled, pulled spent tomato plants from my garden, my neighbor Dan approached and 
emboldened on his red emblem on his red jacket remind me he was the captain of the volunteer ambulance crew. Margie, we dis we dis desperate for someone to be on the ambulance call during the daytime. Please stay your help. The thought terrified me. Then I know I haven't been out of nursing for a long time. What would that involve? Beneath trouser brown hair, his pleading gain beckoned. Most of our staff have no medical background. They begin by taking the basic first aid course, the EMTs, are in charge of the ambulance while you take the next class as a refresher. How could I say no again? My three children were in middle, middle and high school, and the timing at least was good. Ouch. Stop twisting my arm, I pleaded. Sign me up for the next class. Six weeks later, I completed basic first aid and CPR. I agreed to be on call every Monday. Nervous and prayerful, I entered an adventure in volunteering and showing surprise about myself and God's faithfulness. Each time, my portable alarm beaconed. My heart pounded from home to the ambulance to situations I prayed. I wouldn't be marking this trip, making this trip, if you weren't with me. Lord, give me wisdom. Preserve the lives of those involved in this call. To my surprise and great content assistance, I provided comfort and prayer. My conscience grew months of Monday's past, flushing my anxiety with fulfillment another volunteer opportunity came my way uh, one windy morning while watching orange and brown leaves grow against my patio door I dug into a pile of mail the the form letter glared at me we need your help the middle school my daughter Kim attends was anxious to enlist me a long list began field trip coordinators, room mothers, telephone committees, beavers because of my volunteer, ambulance experience, a rummage for a pen and wrote, I am RN and I'll be pleased to help in the student health care. Three weeks later, I received a phone call. Miss Gordon, I am Ruth, the nurse at Kim's school. We'll begin physical exams on new students next Wednesday. It would be great if you weighed, measure, and took blood pressure. What a simple request. I look forward to assisting you, Ruth. Once again, I committed the door, open door to God. Lord, I put this opportunity in your hands. I depend on you to meet my needs as I serve others. Arrived to find room overflowing. With giggle teenager girls, my job included getting them quiet long enough to take blood pressure. When the last giggle excited, I collapsed into the chair and poured myself a warm, well-earned cup of coffee. You were great with these girls, Ruth commented. You, Ruth commented. You made things one like a well-earned 
machine and you are on the substitute list what's that I ask go to the personnel office and fill out a work application tell them I said to put your name on the substitution nursing list I like to call you when I need to be out of the office or warm smile slava slide my insecurity I swallowed I followed her advice went to the secretary added my name to the list and enthusiasm flattered mine and the 21st name I bet better not sit around waiting for a call to my surprise I soon received frequent calls not only for middle school but for elementary and high school also wanted my services I was getting paid for services I willing to willing to give away I experienced God's principle for giving give you and you will receive this work with my learned skills would it apply to a talent also I had a chance to find out my husband Daryl had given me a set of oil paints when our last baby was one year old I launched into a lesson within four years I I was profitting profession in oils a little took and watercolors I saw many paintings years later my friend Joan Ann asked Marge we're hope we're hoping to start a doll even class at the elementary school would you volunteer to teach a painting class several people are interested that's now I apparently requ required my first multimedia painting class, Four, 14 women and two men met weekly wearing paint smeared shirts they eagerly shared. Each other creation fell of friendship and blossomed when a student confident about a personal problem. I offer godly counsel students and the community. Delighted to see their work show at local gifts and shop. The next year I was offering the same opportunity with one big change. The class was now an off-campus college class. I would teach as a paid employee of the community college. Opportunities kept coming my way. Decades later, I found myself in charge of immunizations clinic for the county health department. The position came, you guessed it, after I volunteered to help a high school nurse with a special project. Volunteering to meet the needs of others has big rewards. In personal no satisfaction and fulfillment, an extra bonus for me has been a well-paying job very every time. I begin a new experience by volunteering with God's help. My idle skills and insecurities were transformed transformed into new career in my volunteer blessings I see the fulfillments of scripture well done my good and faithful servant you have been faithful in handling this small amount so now I give you many more responsibilities Matthew 25 21 what is this telling us here it's telling us here that Margie who was willing to open up go through doors that God opened up for her and she became a blessing a blessing she pressed on no matter what was going on in her life it didn't say she was having good times or bad times 
But God gave her open doors and she walked through. And let me tell you something, saints. God gives you open doors every day. Every Christian has an open door. And he wants you to go through just like Marge did. And be that volunteer. And in some instances you might get paid for it. In some instances you might be promoted. Just like the Bible said, God gives you little things. And then when you take care of that, he'll give you bigger things to do for him. So don't feel insecure where you are. If you just walk through the open doors that God gives you. Pray about them. Make sure they're from him. But then walk through. And at the end, you're here. Good, well done, good and faithful servant. Enter into my rest. And you'll find out that God gave your touch so many lives for him. Just being a minister is not a way to touch people's lives for God. Being a nurse, your your regular job. You, you don't realize how Christians can affect in every area of industry in this world. We just got to be willing to walk through the door when he asks us to. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Well, we come to an end of another podcast of episode two, even though this is like um, episode 50 something all together because I still put it on Facebook and it's apparently on this site because people were listening to it. Um, I have had more listener success out of this website I mean this 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 um, platform and I thank God for that because I'm touching people more but on that note I like to say God bless you and see you next time tomorrow on God's Internet Church Podcast and have a good day love one another help one another and keep each other safe I'm Pastor Ron Weaver saying see you tomorrow on God's Internet Church Podcast, Episode 3. And God bless you. And have a good day.